I'm your host, Gregory Williamson, and this is The Scripted Podcast. Life isn't scripted, but your content should be. Let's talk about it. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning in to the sixth episode of the Scripted Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing press releases. And to do so, we're going to be joined by another amazing writer that frequents the Scripted platform, Elizabeth Truck. Just a little bit of background on her. Elizabeth is a professional writer with experience writing online catalog copy, video scripts, press releases, landing pages for home decor, and construction company websites, and how-to articles on dozens of fresh DIY topics. She's an expert blogger with a knack for breaking down complex topics into friendly, easily digestible posts. She also holds a master's degree in English and creative writing, and she's going to be enlightening us on a few specific things when it comes to press releases. We're going to be starting with the basics. What are press releases? Really just getting at the why they exist, when they're valuable, and when you should use or ignore them. We're also going to be discussing what are the components that make up a press release. How do you write a successful one? Key things to include in them, key things to avoid, and how to get quotes right in press releases. So without further ado, Elizabeth, feel free to introduce yourself a little more and explain why you are particularly well-suited to talk about press releases. Sure. I'm a professional writer and editor, and I've been doing that for a long time. I kind of cut my teeth as a blogger. I also have a published book of short stories and a master's degree in creative writing. So I come at writing from a lot of angles. And I think that I really enjoy helping clients with press releases. And I think that there's a lot of I think there's a big misunderstanding sometimes about what they're about. So I'm actually very excited to talk about this and maybe steer people in the right direction about how they can help their writers help them. Right. No, I I love the energy you're bringing into this conversation. Okay. So what the heck are press releases? Because a lot of people don't know what they are. So a press release is, gosh, it's kind of like a weirdly old fashioned um, form of PR, right? So um, the idea really is that you are in an ideal world, you're writing a story that you could hand to a news outlet and say, your report, you know, you can put your name on this and call it good because I've done all the legwork on this for you. And you're trying to attract news outlets' attention so that they can further report on what you're telling them is newsworthy. Okay. That's the that's the ideal situation for a press release. But it's meant to look like and read like journalism. And I think that's gets lost sometimes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'd love for you to expound on this a little bit. What are the different scenarios when it would be ideal for you to be making it a press release as opposed to some other form of content? Um, There's different avenues. For instance, it might be a new product that they're rolling out, a new hire or something like that. Kind of dive into that a little bit deeper. Yeah, I think, you know, the most important word there is new. A press release should be news. And so if you if your plan is I need a press release because somebody told me I needed a press release, that's not it. You you have a press release because you have something new to talk about and to let the world know about. So yeah, newsworthy things like you just mentioned, like a new hire or a new product or a new service. I also think they're really useful when you have formed a new partnership with somebody, especially because you can get a lot of cross-pollination with them, uh, like if you have a business partnership or a licensing deal or something like that. I think that's a great point. Okay, so taking that, we kind of established what a press release is. Kind of laid out the purpose a little bit. I want to dive deeper into this and just give me your background on a specific press release that you may have written in the past recently. Kind of give us an example of a solid press release that you've done recently. 
Um, I've been working with um, some a, a restaurant group, and they are um, in particularly um, really wanting to kind of get the word. I mean, their goal is just is general advertising. So we worked hard to be like, well, what what is newsworthy here? Oh, what's newsworthy at this time of year is that they have full kosher menus and it dovetails with Passover. So that's then, you know, we, we work to find what was newsworthy. And I think that it's fine to want a press release, but you, you have to, you have to really think like, what, what is, what is the focus? Like, what is, what is the lead thing that is gonna, that would be worthy of putting in a newspaper? That's how I always think of it. Like, why would a reporter care? Okay. So I guess walk us through, you've got a, con- I'm assuming you've got a content brief from a- this client that talked about what they did. Will you walk through what that content brief looked like to a certain degree? Obviously, you don't want to share too much information, but, um, you know, walk us through what they're requesting. Maybe if you have some critique about how they could have done it better, something along those lines. And then, oh, I have a lot of thoughts about the brief. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what we're trying to get out. So the brief that I received was I want a press release about these restaurants. Here are their websites. Be free. And that is is not enough information to craft a press release, right? So that is the beginning of a conversation. So we went back and forth and I said, well, what, you know, what is the most important, you know, there were, there were a few things that we could have made it about. We, we also did one for a new hire then. It turned out that they had an, a new hire. It turned out that they had a new sort of like, I I don't want to give too much away here, but they had a new amenity that was not related to the food. And that was a separate press release then. But we, you know, in the beginning, it was very much like, what is new here? Is it a new menu? Is it a new location? I mean, it could have been new logo for all I care, but something has to be new that's worthy of announcing. A press release is often an announcement. And I think, um, so I mean, I'm happy to run down what people need to put in a brief (laughs) to help their writers. Yeah, no, let's go. I want to get as much content as possible. And then we can always, you know, mix and match, filter it out a little bit. Yeah, so I don't have your blank template in front of me. But in general, there are things, you know, a press release looks like a news story. So if you have a headline that you know you want, say it, you know, tell us what you want the headline to be. And it doesn't have to be perfectly worded, but that really helps narrow down the scope of the story because they're only going to be 350 to 500 words long. It's at the most. It's really, they're not that long. So it, it really needs to focus. We also need to know your dateline, where, what day you plan on publishing it and, you know, at least ballpark and where you are, city and state, where this is coming from. Typically that's headquarters or the, you know, location of a restaurant or store. We also really, really, really need quotes. A big point of a press release is that you have a little mini interview and you're quoting, could be the CEO, could be the head chef, could be the marketing director, it could be anybody. It could even be a man on the street for a testimonial, but we need to know. So who is the best person to talk to? If you have already done the legwork and spoken to that person, and have quotes, that's amazing. And that's how I know when I see that a brief has already been filled out with quotes, that's how I know the client has done press releases before and has a sense of what they want. Um, When there aren't any quotes, then I know that we need to dig deeper, right? So I often 
am willing to, I, you know, like, I'm like, I can, I can create quotes that you sign off on. Like, yes, my marketing director absolutely wants to say exactly that. And then, you know, we can reverse engineer it. It's not uncommon. You know, I'm not going to make up quotes for a man on the street, but if your marketing director says, I need the press release, I want to talk about this. And I say, oh, well, how about if we say it like that? And then they say, yep, that's fine. And then we pretend we had an interview and that's fine because you're approving it. And I'm happy to, I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to really craft them. I also think it's really important that people are open to working those quotes so that they sound more human because I tend to get some that, you know, they are really like boardroom crafted maybe, or like committee written and they sound like they're committee written and it's the boredom kiss of death for a press release to have a quote that's really obviously like factory made. (laughs) So I, I really like to encourage this to sound more conversational. If you can imagine in your head, if a reporter sat down and asked you a question about the business, what would you have said like in person? It should sound more like that, that, you know, you can cut a lot of the jargon and some people do speak a lot of jargon and there's, you know, there's a balance to be had, but I think that the more you can sound like a person just enthusiastically explaining, I think a lot of times the enthusiasm needs to come out in the quote as well. And I can't make up for it as the writer of the press release that I'm trying to write something that sounds like news. I can't make up for it by saying in a normal paragraph, this is the latest, greatest, best thing that has ever happened to Seattle, Washington. That sort of blows any sense of newsworthy objectivity that you're trying to sort of foster here. So I like to really point out like the enthusiasm, like that line is super great coming from your CEO. We are the greatest thing that has ever happened to Seattle, Washington. Yep, let's make that a quote. So that I think those are some important things. And then, you know, we need the basics, who, what, when, where, and why are, you know, those are, I would actually love to see that on the brief, the five W's, because that's what it, it's a news story. And the last thing that I think it gets forgotten a lot is boilerplate at the bottom. You know, every press release has like about, you know, it's it's basically you're about us. It's, a, you know, about company X and it's, you know, just it's three or four sentences. Once you have a good one, you can use it for every single press release. It's just there. But I often don't receive those so that I assume they need to be written. And, you know, we talk about that. I mean, and sometimes you might already have something. You might have a really nice about us that sounds professional and, you know, third person that from the website and you can, you know, cut and paste that or rework it to be the boilerplate at the bottom and it's fine. But that is forgotten a lot. Okay, I like this a lot because you're really hammering out things that we should be including in this great solid quotes that sound natural, um, the who, what, when, where, why, all of those things. But is there something that a lot of people will include in a press release that they should not be including when they're going into that and putting that out there? That's a really good question. For me, I think the thing that most people are including slash expecting is there's a there's a blurred line between the self-promotion that's appropriate in a blog post and letting the story speak for itself that is more appropriate in a press release. So this gets back to what I was talking about before about the enthusiasm has to be in the quotes and there's like a, you know a general newsworthiness of the topic. It's very it's it's so like in a blog post if you're talking about your product and you're like we did this thing, we are putting this out, blah, blah, blah. It's the best. That's like a first person narrative of your journey. And that has a 
is totally great for blog. We get that. It, your brand voice, you're creating it. But there, you know, in a press release, we have like this layer of distance where you are explaining it. It's third person. You are explaining it to somebody else who is reporting on what you have done. So I think sometimes the expectation that that reporting is going to be like gushing, it needs to be tamped down because it it just doesn't do the job it's supposed to do. A press release does a different job. And the idea that it's going to be in first person is just a non-starter. That's what the quotes are for. Okay, perfect. Um, do, do you happen to have... So, so if you had one specific tip that you would give to somebody that's never asked for a press release or have written a press release, what would you be giving? What would be that tip? Oh, I mean, the number one thing is, do you have something worth telling? I guess. How do you gauge that? Do you know how to gauge that? I, I mean, honestly, I really think it comes back to that word new. Something has to be, something has to has have happened. An event that has changed something in your business, an event that has changed something in the world. I've written press releases about like, there's a massive drought here and that either we have a product that might help you with that or that's affecting our business. Hurricanes with, oh, we are announcing our charitable work for something, for like hurricane relief. It's not about your product at all, but it is a story, but it's new. Something happened in the world or happened in your business. Because of it, you have something tomorrow that did not exist yesterday. That's when you, that's when you might be making an announcement. You want people to know about it. All right. I think that really sums it up. I mean, I don't want to belabor everything press release. Before we exit off of this, don't want to take up too much of your time. What is a good, if you want to you know, share anything personal about yourself, um, listeners to go find you other than scripted or a website or a core page, you know, who, what, you, you know, you name it, but is there anything that you want to share with the world? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I do a lot of um, nuts and bolts, nitty gritty press releases and um, copywriting for clients, but I really also do enjoy the creative side. And so I, I have a book of short stories called Both Sides of My Skin, and you can check it out on Amazon if you are so inclined. Awesome. I'll be adding that to the show notes. Elizabeth, thank you so much for your time. You've given a ton of valuable insight into the world of producing press releases. Now to sum all that up, press releases are important. They allow you to walk up to a news outlet and have them share your story right away without doing any additional work, which is great for promoting your brand, but they are only necessary when you have something new to talk about. If it isn't new or newsworthy, don't bother writing about it in a press release. Now, when writing a press release, keep in mind that you aren't writing it like a blog post. You shouldn't add in words to fluff up the story. The press release should tell the story all on its own and still be newsworthy in a third-person point of view. To give an example, you'll want the quote in a press release to be enthusiastic and lively, instead of being strictly descriptive and drab. This allows them to promote a certain emotion all on their own, instead of you having to convey it through other filler words. And lastly, when working with a writer to write a press release, or when writing one yourself, make sure to provide as much detail as possible. If you can, provide the quotes to the writer, and definitely include the who, what, when, where, and why of the story. Oh, and don't forget the boilerplate, a three to four sentence about us section that needs to go at the bottom of every press release. And that about sums it up. In the next episode, we're going to be taking this conversation one step further and discussing all the ins and outs of distributing your press release once it's written. So stay tuned. 
Thanks for tuning in to the scripted podcast. I hope you enjoyed the discussion as much as I did, and most importantly, I hope that you're walking away from this with clear, actionable steps that you can start taking to improve your content marketing efforts today. If you like this episode, feel free to rate and review on whichever platform you're listening to this on, and stay tuned as we'll have another just as impactful episode coming to you soon. If you're in need of any form of written content, feel free to check us out at scripted.com. We empower freelance writers to produce premium written content for businesses large and small, and you can start your 30-day free trial today. See you next time, listeners. Stay scripted. Views and opinions expressed by guests in this podcast are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of scripted or its employees.